can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics come up with a 111-105 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Find themselves at 9-8 on the season, above 500, uh, which is good to see. Uh, Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, wrap up looking at our next game uh, on Monday and then again Wednesday against the Nets. So look at the really the last the next couple games here for the Celtics team. But want to start today off with player of the game and going to give it to Jason Tatum tonight. Uh, he was on the cusp of getting it last game. Uh but tonight, I think he did. He had another Tatum like performance. End of the night, 33 points, eight rebounds, five assists, one block, only one turnover, uh, but super efficient. 11 of 22 from the field, six of 12 from three, five of seven from the line. So, similar to yesterday, this is the type of performance that you love to see from Jason Tatum. And I talked about it last. I talked about it last podcast as well. But uh, Jason Tatum's just been getting downhill. He's driving to the lane more. He's not taking as many step back threes. Uh, he just looks. He looks like he's playing a better brand of basketball. And this is just what we need of him. Uh, we saw him even pass up a couple threes, and and drive in, which to me is just good to see. I mean, you. Took 22 shots, 12 of them were threes, which means there's only 10 shots that weren't. So clearly, he's still taken a lot of threes. I'm not going to argue that, right? Yesterday, I made the case that you know he took more twos than threes, and that's good to see. Uh, but tonight, you look at the game he played, it's just super efficient. Like This is the Jason Tatum that the Celtics have signed up for. This is the Jason Tatum that we've seen the last several years. Uh, so it's good to have him back. It was obviously a, a long, long stretch of bad games for him. Uh, you know, tonight's game 17 for the Celtics. And it seems like he's finally catching stride, which is good to see. Uh, so overall, really solid game from him. His counterpart uh, was Dennis Schroeder tonight, as far as the offense goes. Dennis Schroeder was fantastic. 29 points, uh, four rebounds, six assists, 13 of 22 from the field, three of seven from three. This was one of the few games that Dennis Schroeder did not get to the line uh, because he normally does a great job of getting downhill and forcing fouls. Still did a good job of getting downhill, getting to the lane, uh, and getting layups, but, you know, just wasn't fouled on him. Uh, but overall, this is a solid, solid game for Dennis Schroeder as well in the offensive end. Uh, you look at the way the Celtics played today, and a large portion of what they did was just move the ball. Uh, I've talked about the magic number kind of being 25 as far as a Cisco. Like that's where the Celtics really want to be. Uh, and tonight they ended at 28 assists. 
28 assists on 41 makes. It's just a big number. It's a big number, and it's fun to watch when the ball is just moving like that. Because this team, it's it's very capable of playing well offensively. You know, obviously, we didn't see Robert Williams tonight. We didn't see Jalen Brown tonight, uh, which only is going to make our offense better, right? Like, these are two of the better players on this Celtics team. Uh, And it's, you know, it's good to see. It's good to see the Celtics come out with this sort of, you know, ball movement, camaraderie, whatever you want to call it. Like, this is just a good brand of basketball that we've gotten to, gotten to see the last couple of games here uh it's a good start to the the home stretch here got two more games going at the home stretch but you know front two looks good you know the other guy tonight that really played excellent basketball and i kind of talked about it a little bit last time you know marcus smart he's not a guy that tonight at least put up a lot of points only ended with seven Uh, but he only took six shots, two of six from the field, one of two from three. So here's another game where Marcus Smart is just, you know, being ultra efficient, doing everything else. You saw him have that diving steal that ended up leading to a Tatum Duncan transition. Uh, But you saw just a lot of solid plays. Had a pick and roll with Al, uh, then ended up hitting him for an oop. unreal block in the lane like kind of a midway point in the fourth and then to cap things off in Marcus Smart fashion comes up with the steal with uh, 10 seconds left on that inbounds play to run the clock out so Marcus Smart defensively fantastic uh, was also a team high plus 23 also had eight assists eight assists two steals and a block the eight assist is the number that I'm impressed with, right? We've talked about Marcus Smart being the facilitator, being the point guard of this team. And the last couple games, he's shown that he is very capable of doing it. Uh, And tonight was just another solid game for him. Just a really solid game. The other guy in the starting lineup was Grant Williams. And and before before I talk about Grant, like this starting lineup for the Celtics today was great. And I'll talk about I'll talk about Al next as well, but the starting lineup tonight was fantastic. Our bench got torched. And I'll talk about that in the second half. Uh, but Grant Williams tonight is just continuing to be a savage. 14 points, eight rebounds, an assist, a steal, two blocks, five of nine from the field, four of six from three. So he is quietly putting together the best three-point shooting performance on the Celtics team. You know, behind really Jalen Brown, his three-point percentage has to be up there. You know, I'd still say Jalen Brown's probably leading the pack. I want to say he's somewhere around 39%. Uh, I might even be higher, but Grant Williams is right there. Grant Williams is right there. Uh, super efficient night tonight. And this is this is what he's been doing. He's been playing really good basketball. And I talked about it last game. He's a guy that everyone gives shit for. 
because they just think of what he's done in the past and don't want to change their mind. But tonight, yesterday, like two really, really solid games. Uh, so happy for him. Like even switching on to guards tonight, I think he did a better job. Like he was guarding Shea Gilgis for a while too and held his own. Uh, so offensively, defensively, just a solid game for Grant. You know, if Tatum and Schroeder didn't have the nights that they had, like to me, he was the third star, like again. You know, you could put Marcus Smart there, but like realistically, like our starting lineup just played solid, solid basketball. Uh, Grant Williams coming out with another strong night. You know, the other guy, Al, Al Horford, Mr. 35 years old, coming out playing against a young, fast Thunder team that, you know, he's pretty familiar with playing on that team last year, even though they sat him for the majority of the season because he was helping them win too much. Uh, but you look at him like solid game tonight. Solid game. Ended the game, 10 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. 7 assists for Al. And a lot of it, he's just playing at the top of the, the top of the paint. Right around the free throw line. Get him the ball, he's moving it. Either that or at the top of the three-point line, straight ahead. And he's moving the ball. I just think overall, like his game is very much moving the ball. He's a great facilitator for a big man. Great passing big. And he just knows the game. He knows how to read defenses. Uh, so really just impressed with him. I know I've said it a bunch this season. Uh, and hopefully I continue to say it for the rest of the season. But Al Horford is putting together really strong minutes. Really strong minutes. Uh, the other guy tonight that we haven't really talked about in the good section was Ennis Cantor. And I'm going to give him a little bit of credit tonight. He ended with you know, a plus nine on the plus minus. Ended with 10 points, 10 rebounds, a steal, and two blocks. Uh, it was pretty efficient. Three of six from the field, four of four from the free throw line. Uh, so got in, got some... Got some offensive rebounds. Ended the night with four. Uh, and that's really where his offense came from. So, pretty happy. Pretty happy with Ennis Cantor. Uh, tonight, at least. You know, again, even even defensively, uh, I don't think that the Thunder did a, a good enough job of attacking him. And even if, if they did, you know, obviously he just, he recovered. But I think he looks solid. All around. Uh, but really the star of today's game is just the passing. You know, the last eight games, the Celtics have had 20 plus assists. Uh, and this is the third most they've had this season, 28. So just a solid, solid offensive performance. We would have liked to have seen the defense kind of hold steady. You know, first quarter, 23 22 in the second, 29 in the third, but 31 in the fourth. So we'll talk about that a little bit more and kind of what happened uh, in the next part of the podcast, talking through some of the negatives. But before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. 
The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection, however they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so talking some negatives here. Uh, the biggest thing was defense in the second half. I just talked about it briefly, but 23 points in the first, 22 in the second. The defense did a fantastic job of rushing out to shooters early on. Uh, the Thunder are a good three-point shooting team. They ended the night shooting 18 of 42, which is 43%, which as a team, fantastic. Uh, so that is a huge negative. But the second half, we saw the Celtics kind of just get lazy at certain points. And you saw the Thunder just start to go on runs. Uh, while we did outscore the Thunder 31-29 in the third, 29 is too many points to be giving up to this team. Uh, I will say the Thunder love to run. They're a fast, they're a young, they're an aggressive team. But 31 points or 29 points in the third is too many points. Like it's just, it's not enough defensive effort uh, to stop these guys. And then they followed it up with 31 points in the fourth. And a lot of it just comes down to the fact that the Celtics were just giving up on plays. You know, you look at, obviously, three-point shooting. A lot of them came off corner threes. And you got to give credit when credit's due. I mean, I think Giddy had a solid night. He had a lot of a lot of just 
uncontested threes late. But four of six from three. Uh, Dort, four of nine. Shea Gilgis, three of seven. Robinson Earl, three of seven. They just have a bunch of guys on this team that can just flat out shoot. Uh, And I think the Celtics didn't do a good enough job of getting out to shooters. And that was where really the defense just kind of collapsed in the third and fourth quarters. The other, the other big negative today is free throws. Like I just don't, I don't think the Celtics did a good enough job of trying to draw free throws. I think they got downhill. I think they were driving a good amount. I don't know if it's, just lack of calls or just lack of going up strong. Uh, But they just didn't get to the free throw line a lot. You know, 12 of 14. And I don't know the exact number, but I want to say it was almost double last night against the Lakers. Uh, So overall, it can get better, right? We gave up 15 offensive rebounds, which is an issue. Again, no Robert Williams, who's normally a a 10-rebound guy. But, you know, that to me is a a huge issue, right? 13 points off of turnovers for the Thunder. Uh, We actually did pretty well against them, fast break points, limited them to four, which, you know, for a team that is as aggressive, as fast as they are, as the Thunder are, that to me is is a pretty solid game. But up and down, like you look at some of the stats and you know, giving up forty-three percent from three is tough. This team does have people that can go out and hit shots, but the Celtics need to do a better job of consistently getting out on guys, forcing tough shots. Because we've seen it. We saw it through the first half of tonight. We saw it at the Lakers game yesterday. The Celtics are very capable of playing a a strong, strong brand of basketball. And there are just certain times where the the offensive pressure, the defensive pressure just falls off. And that's been an issue. It's been an issue this season. It was an issue last season. The Celtics need to figure out how to be more consistent and you know, it's hard. It's hard to be consistent when, you know, you've got guys that are constantly on the DL, just not playing, like Jalen Brown t- for the last eight games. Robert Williams, he's been hurt, missed a couple. So, you know, it's certainly, it's not an easy game to be consistent in if you don't have a consistent lineup. It's not like the other sports where you know you've got on the football team a lot more like d- more than double the guys baseball more than double the guys you can rely on several different people basketball there's only five guys on the court right like you rely on those guys to cover the load of the team and you've seen it for 20 years with lebron like he puts the team on his back didn't quite do that yesterday, and I'm thankful he didn't. But you see, like, the NBA is just a different game. It's a different sport where you can rely on a couple people to carry your team. And when you don't have two of your starting five, 
it can be challenging to put together a, a comprehensive team that plays at a level that they should. Like, we're not playing up to the level that we should be playing because we're not playing at a consistent, with a consistent, you know, personnel. And that, to me, is challenging. And it's something that we've struggled with for years now. It's not just this year and last year. It's been years we haven't been able to stay healthy. And that just, it hurts it hurts to watch. It hurts to see this team go through this year after year after year. You know, we thought that we were getting healthy. We thought Robert Williams was kind of turning a corner too because he was at a point last season where he basically maxed out at 20 minutes. You know, maybe he got into the mid, mid-20s mid at points, but they pretty much capped him. This season... Like, he's had 30-plus minute games consistently. And now he's hurt, and he's out. So that part's tough. But overall, I mean, you look at today's game, you got to be happy. Like, sure, we shouldn't have given up that 20-point lead, 21-point lead, whatever it was. I believe it was 21. Uh, you don't want to give that up. And only win by six. You don't want to have to take out your bench players, put in your starters with 10 seconds left in the game because they blew that lead. You don't want to do that stuff. But the Celtics move above 500 for the first time this season after two solid wins. And we've got Houston tomorrow, which is a bad team. Hopefully go two games above. After that, we've got Brooklyn, which is going to be a absolute battle. Uh, but we've got a good a good run ahead of us here. See if the Celtics can start to make a push. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up today. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to stay tuned. Another podcast coming out Monday. After the Houston game, have a good night, Celtics fam. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.